It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. We know what happened to the people of God. What happened was what the prophet Jeremiah feared would happen. In Jeremiah 21, we're told Babylon will make war against the people. And within that oracle, there is another striking statement. The prophet, on behalf of God, says, I myself will fight against you with outstretched hand and mighty arm. Wow. That's damning because in Deuteronomy, it said that's how the Lord delivered the people from Egypt. The Psalms praise God for saving the people with an outstretched arm and mighty hand. Jeremiah now has to tell his people that because of their great sin, God has prepared to use his power on them. They weren't just going to fight the Babylonians and other nations. They were preparing to fight God. No wonder we call Jeremiah the weeping prophet. He seems to have had the most difficult ministry we read about. There is much he has to face and endure. You would cry too if it happened to you. Now, Jeremiah's book isn't written in chronological order. There is a unified message from God within the book. It can be difficult, however, for us all these years later to piece everything together easily and perfectly. I remind you of that because of everything we read in Jeremiah 21. You've already heard how God will fight against the people himself. That theme carries throughout the first half of the chapter. The second half, however, seems to offer a bit of hope. In studying the chapter, some people have concluded the second half was written before the first half. Therefore, it represented another warning to the people. I have no problem with that kind of critical study of the text. At the same time, the text we have is the text we have. So let's consider what it might suggest just the way it's written. As such, it feels like the weeping prophet is also a hopeful one. If the people would just hear one more promise, they might turn around. Disaster can be avoided. And what do the people have to do? Our initial guesses would be to repent or recommit our lives to God. That's a good thought, something we should do every day. But Jeremiah says something else to the leaders of the people. They've led the people away from God, after all. They are being held responsible. And there's a way they can prevent what is about to happen. The prophet says to execute justice in the morning. There's a lot to learn about everything that might mean. What I want to offer to you is that what Jeremiah says to do is what they've already been told to do. That even in the face of disaster and demise, stay true to who you are as a child of God. You know what matters to God. You know what God cares about. Make those things matter to you. Why would the people think they could get away with despising what God loves? Why would we think we could? I don't mean to suggest you and I are facing impending doom, but we do have the same choice of whether we are going to actually live as God's people 
or not. The Apostle Paul said it this way, live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Just because things are falling apart around you doesn't mean you give up on who you are. It may be those are the times you hold on stronger to the calling you have. Stay blessed.